0: leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello, I'm Simon Calder, travel correspondent for The Independent. You may have read my articles on The Independent, seen me on your TV screens and heard me on the radio this last week or so talking about the Green List, that slim group of countries and territories that the UK government has designated as OK to visit without quarantining on your return. Other countries are on the red and amber lists, and all these categories are set to change fairly frequently. So, what to do? Where can I go? How much will it cost? What will it be like when I get there? What tests do I need? How many days' quarantine? So many questions. So, here at The Independent, we've decided to launch a daily podcast bulletin to keep you as up-to-date as possible on what's happening with travel, helping you decide what's on your green list. Subscribe now on whatever platform you get your podcasts on to make sure you don't miss out on your daily audio update. Please share and please do leave a review. And don't forget the latest news is always available 24 hours a day at independent.co.uk. The podcast is completely free, as is my new weekly travel email, Simon Golder's Travel Week, which gives you the inside track on travel. You can sign up at independent.co.uk slash newsletters. It's Monday, the 10th of May, and here's the very latest on travel and destinations from the Green List. Over the weekend, since the announcement by the Transport Secretary, Grant Shapps, of a very short list of so-called green destinations from which no quarantine will be required, I've been looking at when the next review of the Green List is going to take place. At present, as you know, the only major holiday country on the green list is Portugal. Yes, you are able to travel to Iceland. Israel will be welcoming British travellers sometime later in May, but independently only in June. And Gibraltar is set to announce what conditions it will be putting in place from the 17th of May when finally we are allowed to travel abroad for fun once more. But with many other countries feeling they should have been included and many travellers very keen to find out if more of our holiday favourites are going to be listed it's important to understand how the government is structuring these reviews. So, I was told that it will be taking place, the very first one, in the first week of June. Now, Monday the 31st of May is, first of all, not in June, and secondly, it's a bank holiday. So I'm expecting the 1st, 2nd, 3rd or 4th of June to be the day of the announcement. Thursday the 3rd is my top tip at the moment. That's because the way that the data flows work, it means that the Joint Biosecurity Centre, which analyses all the data, can have a look at them, talk to ministers, in particular the Transport Secretary Grant Shapps and the Health Secretary Matt Hancock, and come up with a decision on how to shuffle the traffic lights. Now, green means You don't need to quarantine, you will still need a test before you depart to come back to the UK and you'll also need a PCR test pre-booked for uh, after you arrive home. That has to be in the first two days. The rules for amber countries are looking quite onerous. They're basically the same quarantine rules as prevail now and I must stress... I'm talking here purely about coming back to England. We have yet to hear from the new Scottish and Welsh governments and from the Northern Ireland government about what they are planning. But from an amber country, you need to take a test before departing for the UK. You need to have another two tests on arrival on days two and eight. And if you pay for a fourth test on day five then if it is negative, you can stop quarantining then. And of course, you can self-isolate at home as opposed to the red list from which you are going to be put straight into a hotel at your expense. So green, well, the rest of the list looks um, pretty short. I'm looking here at various far-flung parts of the world where you're unlikely to have a timeshare Tristan da Cunha which interestingly perhaps is roughly halfway between Cape Town and Rio but it doesn't quite have the glamour of either of those cities and it's very difficult to reach. St Helena a little bit easier there's flights I I understand about every five weeks via Accra in Ghana because it's only a refuelling stop that does not tarnish your Green List status, as opposed to the Faroe Islands, a beautiful archipelago of soaring mountains rising from the North Atlantic between Scotland and Iceland. Unfortunately, there are no direct flights currently between the UK and the Faroes. You have to go via Copenhagen, and again, that will taint your green list status you would need to self-isolate after you came back because you've been in Denmark and Amber country and then looking further east to Brunei to Singapore to Australia and New Zealand great countries all of them Um, although Brunei has some questionable human rights issues however whatever their appeal they are not going to be allowing the likes of you or I in any time soon so there I guess well a charitable person would say this is simply to aid people wanting to come back from Australia and New Zealand they can come in via Singapore for instance and uh, they would be able to avoid quarantine completely but It will be on the 3rd of June that I think we will see the likes of Spain, Italy, Greece, Malta going onto the green list. I think it's also possible you might get France there. Cyprus is looking a little bit tricky. The Caribbean islands, many of which we're expecting to be on the green list, will probably pop up. And the big question is over the US. But my prediction is that we will see a... Disney dividend when the President of the United States, Joe Biden, comes over in, what, just uh, a month or so time for the G7 summit in Cornwall. So I fully expect his current presidential proclamation that stops us travelling to the US will be lifted and the US will be moved from its current amber status to green. I stress this is all prediction. Now, the second most asked question over the weekend is, when should I book a Green List trip? Well, I booked a Green List trip, you'll be um, perhaps slightly annoyed to hear, just before the announcement was made, and I managed to get some pretty good prices. On a flight out to Portugal on the 17th of May, I've managed to book a BA flight, Heathrow to Faro, serving the Algarve Coast £130. It's currently four times as much. I've also booked a half-term holiday to Gibraltar and I got in at £400 per person as opposed to £640 which it is now. So that's for a family of four an increase of almost £1,000. But if you want a holiday my advice is don't consider at this stage Gibraltar. It's a small Fragment of territory, absolutely lovely. I think it's terrific, very multicultural, very diverse, packs an amazing amount into a very small area. Its main problem is the shortage of beds. Um, Well, there's enough beds for the Gibraltarians, but they like sleeping in them. There's a limited number of hotel beds available. Instead, go for Portugal, which I think is going to be trying to capitalise on this. And crucially, so will the holiday companies and the airlines. So if you've watched with alarm as prices have soared over the weekend, don't fret yet. I predict that actually you will get a lot more capacity coming in. We've already seen British Airways launching a range of flights from regional airports to Faro, which is interesting. And gradually, I think, as the supply increases, prices will come down. Critically, also, once there are other places on the green list, then demand for Portugal will ease off very, very substantially. So if you're actually looking at going to Portugal, maybe second half of June into July, I wouldn't book at all yet because I think you will get some very good deals once people's attention perhaps moves elsewhere. And the third big talking point is how on earth TUI can still be selling holidays to amber list countries surely we are banned from going there well actually we are not and uh, what's happened is that the government urges people not to travel to amber and particularly not to red list countries but it is only advice and so therefore tui is selling the canary islands some greek islands malta as well as the caribbean islands of antigua barbados grenada and saint lucia They've simply concluded that there will be demand for these places, that they can operate safely and that people will either be able to take these trips and self-isolate when they come home or they will be given the chance to rebook at any time. So there is nothing actually illegal about what TUI is doing. It is simply trying to meet demand and make a profit. So, thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and review if you possibly can. All the latest news is always available 24 hours a day at independent.co.uk. Have a good day. Talk tomorrow